Welcome to the St. Mary AME Church Weekly Podcast. I'm the Reverend James T. Taylor. We are located at 600 South Salem Street in Apex, North Carolina. Currently, we are not worshiping in the building, but we are having a virtual worship experience on Zoom at 10 a.m. on each Sunday under St. Mary AME Church Worship Service. The ID number is 694-664-2392. Come go with us as we gather strength and direction from the Word of God. Okay, we're getting ready to start our worship service. Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with the songs and praise. Uh, This will come from Psalms 91, 95, 1 through 2. As we have our opening song. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
Amen. That's our own New Dimension Choir from St. Mary Amy Church in the great city of Apex, North Carolina. And this time we'll ask that Reverend Cross lead us to the throne of grace. Let every heart pray. Our Father and our God, we just thank you so much for last night's sleep and our early rising this morning. Thank you, God, for a new day and the life that we live. Bless us, our Father. Forgive us all our sins and thoughts, word and deed, and continue to cover us with your love and your good, good, good graciousness and your mercy. Father, look out on St. Mary and church. We continue to strive to do as best we can to serve you. To love our brothers as we love ourselves. We thank you, God, and we just give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. Amen. Amen. It's good that we can come together collectively and, corp and corporately and, of course, individually to pray and to seek the Lord. Um, so let us continue praying because prayer is a powerful tool. And also, I just want to mention as we go along, let us be in prayer for our sister Linda Gilbert's father and brother sister a brother and sister henry bird and brother pete jackson and all of our children our church family and any of those that we know that are sick and shut in and also let us pray for our country especially during this election season which will create a situation where uh leadership may be uh changed at this time, uh, there are no. Uh, uh, there's only one announcement: is that we had our second quarterly conference on yesterday. It went well with Presiding Elder uh, Anita Thompson. Uh, basically, she told us to keep doing what we're doing, and so that's what we're going to do. Uh, does anyone else have any announcements? <clears throat> if not, at this time. Uh, We'll, we'll take our scripture lesson and keep in mind that our scripture lesson would also uh, be the text in which we will use for our morning uh, sermon. Our scripture lesson will come from Mark, the 8th chapter, and the 22nd verse to the 26th verse. And I'm reading uh, from the contemporary English version. I decided to change up the version of... Uh, uh, just to have us see a different perspective. Uh, Mark 8, 22. And it reads like this, As Jesus and his disciples were going into Bethsaida, some people brought a blind man to him and begged him to touch the man. Jesus took him by the hand and led him out of the village, where he sped into the man's eye. He placed his hands on the blind man and asked him if he could see anything. The blind man, let's see here. The blind man and asked him if he could see anything. The man looked up and said, "I see people, but they look like trees walking." Once again, Jesus placed his hands on the man's eyes, and this time the man stared. His eyes were healed, and he saw everything clearly. Jesus said to him, "You may return home now." But don't go into the village. God's word for God's people. And that will be our foundational text for our morning uh, message. 
And this time we'll ask that Sister uh, Cross will come and lead us uh, in a song. Good morning. That's all right. Amen. Thank you, Sister Cross. And as this has been, this is exciting for me because I don't ask, uh, I don't tell you what song to sing. But so far, each song that has been said during our Zoom uh, service has been right up to where the Word of God is leading us. Amen. 
And, and this right. time, let, let me pray. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be accepted in your sight in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Uh, keep in mind that I said that we're going to use as our foundational text, Mark, the 8th chapter, the 22nd through the 26th verse. You know, in our text this morning, we find some help from those who have lost their focus. Can't seem to feel God or see God in their spiritual walk. And we get to the point in our spiritual walk that we sometimes feel hopeless and helpless. For a topic this morning, I want to use a second touch. As I prayed this, this past week and, and being led by the Holy Spirit to this passage of Scripture, I could not help but to think how many people in our church who might say, I have been involved in church all my life, but I really haven't had much experience with God. Or someone might say, I once had experience with God, but I don't feel God anymore. I worship every Sunday, but I don't see that he is in my worship. In our text this morning, we find some help for those who have lost their focus. Can't seem to feel God or see God in their walk with him. We can get to the point in our spiritual walk where we begin to lose our focus. As Paul said in 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter and the 12th verse, for now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even as I am known. Mark alone recorded this miracle of the blind man from Bethsaida. Bethsaida is not far distance uh, from the miracles of feeding the 5,000. This miracle directly relates to uh, an individual that was a, a deaf and a stammerer, and his friends brought him to Jesus. The best thing that we can do for our friends is to introduce them to Jesus. That's what evangelism is all about. Sometimes we simply need to bring our friends into a relationship with Jesus. There are, time, there are times when you don't need to tell them how bad they're doing. You just need to tell them, I know a man that sits high and looks low and that he can do all things but fail. What is, what is, is a blessing when you introduce your friends to Jesus? You know, and this man more than likely didn't even know Christ, but his friend did. More than likely, this man didn't even believe in Christ, but his friends did. He would never have come to Christ, but his friends, hallelujah, brought him to Christ. And, and as, as Jesus was touching this man, and I believe that the church today is like this blind man. We stand desperately in need of a second touch. Until we receive this second touch, we will be out of touch, out of focus, confused. But a second touch enables us to move from symbol to substance, from pride to power, from independence to cooperation. This is the only miracle recorded in the New Testament where Jesus required to touch his subject more than once to begin a sufficient change in this man's life. In many instances, no touch was needed. We can look at the daughter of the Canaanite woman, the, the servant of the Roman soldier, the, the man with the withered hand, the ten lepers, the, the, the nobleman from Capernaum uh, whose son was sick, and, and other miracles required but one touch. 
Other times Jesus was able to heal by just speaking the word. Jesus did not have to change the five boiling loaves and recreate the fish. He just spoke the word. And, and we need to understand that when Jesus speaks, things have to change. He did not wrestle with the, the wind or the, 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 the fight the sea to make it calm. All he said was, peace be still. With the woman with the issue of blood, and when, when she touched the hem of his garment, the flow stopped. The funeral in the town of Knun, he said, was a blessed assurance. The sad thing is that statistics prove no matter how large the church is, only 20% of the body actually does the work. Oh, preach hallelujah. I'm, I'm sure that you would agree with me that Jesus was a worker, not satisfied sitting back and allowing people to do it for him. There are two types of people in this world. There are those that work and those that wait. Jesus did hard work for the advancement of God's kingdom. In this case, a touch was not enough. Prayer was not enough. A word was not enough. Jesus does not try to get by on who he is. He does not try and pull some strings. He does not pull rank. He does not drop names. Uh, he does not call, he, he does not call down the legions of angels. He does not rely on his divine connection with God. Jesus rolled up his sleeves and went to work. Uh, the blind man, you know, he, he, he stumbled and, and, and he tripped and he fell all through life. But, 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 but he couldn't even see the noonday sun, not able to see the beauty of God's nature, not able to witness the smile on his loved one's faces. But, but, but when Jesus touched you, there has to be a change in your life. It has to be a movement in your life. But when you can appreciate who God is. But, but Seder is unlike, uh, it, it, it gave us a, a, a fourth of the apostles, Philip, Andrew, and his brother Peter. Uh, and, and, and this is just was a fisherman's town. Hard, difficult, stubborn place for the advancement of God's program. This is a place where Jesus often fell, not because he did not have the power, but the people did not have the faith. Jesus wrote off a woe unto you. Your hearts are stony. Your ways are wrong. People are mean. Faith is dead. Religion is cold. The situation is hopeless. And all the altars of praise are forsaken. Your case is hopeless. But I'm glad I serve a forgiving God. A God who has a way of turning opposition into opportunity. Problems into possibilities, pain into power, sorrow unto success, uh, tears unto triumph, uh, grief unto grace, uh, strength until power. So you should never give up, rise up, jump up, stand up, and stay up for God. Right. See, Bethsaida produced the three things. Uh, they they produced apostles. It was a small community of believers. 
I'm here to tell you, you don't need a whole church full to do what God has called you to do. You just need a few folk. Because the word of God says, well, two or three are gathered in my name. I will be in the midst. Stop talking about we need a whole church full. Do what God has blessed you. Work your gift. Work your talent. And watch God get the glory out of your life. But see, the problem is, we think we're too cool to care, <laughs> too sophisticated to serve, too proud to participate, <laughs> too opinionated to say amen. <laughs> People fail to realize Jesus not a, was just not a, a miracle worker. He dealt with people on an individual basis. I'm so glad that, that God can bless us corporately and then he can come by and bless us individually. I'm so glad that God just don't give us a generic blessing. He comes by and see what you stand in the need of. And whatever you stand in the need of, he will deliver. I'm so glad that God knows us better than we know ourselves. The disciples picked up this their own ministry after the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. They watched Jesus doing his ministry in the book of Matthew, the preacher. Mark, the teacher. Ah, Luke fed hundreds and, and cared for folk. Um, John was a miracle worker. And we need to understand that, that each had a different and special way of meeting the needs of those that came into contact with them. I'm here to tell you, use what God gave you. Your gift may not be like somebody else's gift, but use what God gave you. Don't be just that somebody can sing and you can't sing. Go ahead and do what God has given you the ability to do. And it all works for the good of them that serve the Lord. And call according to his purpose. Matthew 9 says that the Lord is a hematologist. Mark Phil said he's an oncologist. John 8 said he's an ophthalmologist. Luke 17 said, oh, he's a dermatologist. Matthew 9 said that he's a pediatrist. Mark 13 said he's a speech therapist. Luke 7 said he's an eye, ear, and throat specialist. John 14 said he's a social worker. So I'm here to tell you, Use what God gave you. Whatever God gave you, use it. And the only thing you can do is praise him. Praise him with a radical praise. Say, I will lift up holy hands and I will praise the Lord because he's been good to me. If I got to do it all by myself, I don't need somebody else to help me praise God. If you understand what God has done for you, if he woke you up this morning, if he healed your body, somebody need to say, I will praise the Lord and I all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. <laughs> Oh, Jesus took this blind man by the hand and led him out of town. I'm here to tell you, there's some time you got to get your blessing outside the doors of the church because there's somebody that don't believe, but I'm so glad that he would take us by the hand and lead us for our deliverance. We'll lead us for our healing. He'll take you by the hand because there are those naysayers. There are those folks that say, 
Oh, I know that they've been bad all their lives, but God can't do nothing for them. That's why God had to remove that man. We wonder why. <laughs> We're not in the church. It could be that God had to get us out of the building. Ah, hallelujah. Had to get us out of the building so that he can do some work in us. We got too used to the stained glass. The cushion pews. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. We got too used to the choir singing. But there come a time when you think of the goodness of Jesus, you will sing your own song. There come a time when you think of where he brought you from and where you are. You will do your own holy dance. You won't ask nobody, can you dance with me? Because there's music on the inside of your soul that will make you dance. You see, I can't hold my peace. Because if I hold my peace, the rocks to cry out, God has been too good to me to hold my peace. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus took him outside the town. See, when the Son of God saves people, he calls them out of the world. There's some folk that don't understand you now because he called you out. There have been some of your running buddies, some of your road dogs that, that you used to hang around with, and they saying you're acting funny now since you know and came to that man named Jesus. But don't be ashamed of what God has done for you. Because he has done a miraculous thing. And all you got to do is introduce him to the man named Jesus. You don't have to talk about what they're doing. But you need to tell them, I met a man. I met a man that, that, that throwed everything i done wrong into the sea of forgetfulness. To never to rise again to harm me. Come and see. Oh, about that man. I got a second touch. And when I got a second touch. It put joy bells on the inside. It put praises in my tongue. Mm. He binds up and he comes into him outside the town. Outside the town of human religion. Outside the town of worldly ambition. Outside the town of sin's dominion. Outside the town unto him. We too must be led out of the town. Away from the things that kept us bound. I'm not in a hurry. I, I'm going to stay right here until your eyes are open. Your hearts are clean. Your soul is saved. And so he spat in the man's eyes and he, he created and I saw See, men as trees walking. <laughs> we see like this today. We learn a few scriptures and we run on. Oh, yeah. But people ought to look like people. Things ought to look like things. Put a sinner in a suit, he's still a sinner. Put a reprobate in a mansion, he's still a reprobate. Put a fool in a Cadillac, He's still a fool. People ought to look like people. All made in his hand. Precious in his sight. Blessed by his goodness. Saved by his grace. God is not a respecter of person. 
He does not care if you have a PhD or no degree. All right. Oh, hallelujah, anyhow. But we need to understand that we need a second touch. Jesus touched this blind man with a heavenly concern. His, his optic nerves began to, to, to be healed. The burdens of his heart rolled away. Something loosed him. He said, can you see? Yes, right. Look right. Wrong looks wrong. Sin looks like sin. No need to feel. No need to fumble. No need to trip. No need to stumble. Oh, because there's that God's amazing grace through many dangers, toils, and snares. I have already come. Twas grace that brought me this far. And grace will lead me home. We've been there 10,000 years bright shining as the sun when we know less days to sing God's praise than when we first Ow! Be gone! All because of a second chance. I heard someone say, the first touch gave sight. The second touch gave clarity. The first touch gave life. The second touch gave meaning to life. The first touch gave healing and gave hearing. The second touch gave understanding. The first touch we don't know enough. We love God, but the second touch we love our neighbor. The first touch you get in the church. The second touch you get the church in you. The first touch you holler out, Lord help me. The second touch say, Lord use me. The first touch to pray with me, that will be done. The second touch, your will be done, God. The first touch that I touch of the spirit. The second touch that fill with the spirit. The first touch to pray for your friends. The second touch to pray for your enemies. The first touch to get religion. The second touch says get all the religion gets all over you. The first touch says give criticism. The second touch says take criticism. Oh, the first touch to thank God for your blessing. The second touch to thank God for the trials and tribulations. The first touch to still think you're cool. But the second touch that feels the fire burning on the inside, it's all shut up in my bones. The first touch says you shout in the church, but the second touch says you shout on your way to church. Oh, hallelujah, anyhow. The first touch says give me blessings. The second touch says make me a blessing for someone else. The first touch says you run in the church. The second touch says you run to the church. The first touch says read the word. Word. The second touch to live by the word. Oh, the first touch to live to forgive. The second touch they learn to forget. That's what the second touch would do. Yes. Mm. Yes. Oh, we need a second touch, church. We still have rivers to cross. <laughs> we have battles to fight. We have mountains to climb. And I know a God that will touch you, that will purify you, that will sanctify you, that will justify you, that will glorify you. Oh, the song what it said, I was seeking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore, but very deeply staying within, seeking to rise. 
says, no more. But, oh, hallelujah, conjunction, conjunction, what shall function? But the master of the sea, he heard. Have you, have you known that God heard? He heard our despairing cry from the waters. He lifted me and saved. Am I safe? Am I? I'm so glad. Are you glad this morning? Yes. That God touched you with the finger of love. I'm so glad this morning that now you can see clearly. Oh, yeah, I can see clearly now because of that second touch. And I'm so glad that every now and then the Lord will give us another touch. The problem with the church is a lot of times we just join the church and we think that's enough. But I got news for you. If you got the cherry, oh, hallelujah, you got a cherry like the old folks say, you got a cherry. For the second touch. Because when you get that second touch. You will see things much different. You You will see who God is. And not only will you see who God is. You will see who you are. Because God knows. Everything about us. And we need to let the world know. God is no stranger to us that he knows who we are. And matter of fact, he knows when we need a second touch. Yes. He knows when we need a second touch. He's aware that when the road gets difficult. Oh, yes. He's aware that my children need a second touch. They need to be touched. For that journey. Because. It all. Belongs to God. And if we understand that. And if you understand that. You can give God total praise. You can let the world know. I belong to God. I got more than just that first touch. I got a second touch. That's why I can praise him. That's what we need to do. We need to praise him. Total praise. Let us meditate on the goodness of the Lord. Hallelujah. 
Amen. We give God total praise. Thank the yes. new dimension choir for that rendition. Yes. And we now we come at this point that the Bible tells us that uh, there are any prayer requests and we will pray one for another because that is where we receive help from the Lord is that we pray that we love one another enough that we will pray one for another. As I said previously, that we will be praying for Sister Linda Gilbert's father and brother and sister Henry Bird and brother Peter Jackson and our children and our church family and any other sick and shut in in the United States as a whole. And also, I just want to also lift up Sister Jeffries as she continue to recover from what has gone on in her body. Is there anyone else uh, that stands in the need of prayer? And if you know anyone that you want to pray for, the one thing about love is that you will pray for somebody else. And, and so if you love them enough and you know that they're going through something, you need to love them enough to pray for them. And don't, and, and don't be... Uh, I, I call it so 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 prideful that you say is that God knows God knows and He knows you know and He wants to let 
you know that you need to tell somebody. And also we need to pray for Sister uh, Joanne Cross and uh, as she uh, continues to go through our, her re recovery. Is there anyone else? Brother Ronald Bird. Brother Ronald Bird. Anybody else? Um, Sister Anita Wright. Uh, Sister Anita Wright. Okay. Anybody else? Amen. Let us go to the throne of grace. God, our Father, who has been our help through ages past. Father God, you have heard the names of your children being called, knowing, God, that we understand that you can do all things but fail. And, and we put these people in your hands, knowing, God, that th your hands are the safest hands that they can be in. Touch them at the point of their need. Father God, and we ask that you also touch the, the, the children in St. Mary and the children all over the world and touch the families that, that are standing and they are and standing in the need of prayer and, and touch those folk who have been displaced because of this pandemic. Let them know that you love them and we love them enough that we will stand with them. Oh, Father God, uh, and if there are any among us that we do not know that are sick, oh God, we ask right now that we stand in, 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 in proxy for them, that your healing virtue would touch them, that they will not only recover, but be stronger than what they went through before they went through it. And Father God, we ask that you touch this country. Open the eyes of those that are in power and let your Holy Spirit move in such a way that when it's all said and done, we can stand back and say, the God that we serve answers prayer. And he wants us to love one another as he has loved us. Father God, keep us. Guide us that we may be a living example of your love and peace on this side of Zion. That someone may see our works and glorify our Father, which is in heaven. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. 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 If our hearts and minds are clear, uh, let us do our benediction, God. You saw it fit for us to gather in this way to worship you. It's not because we are perfect people, but because you are an awesome God and worthy to be worshipped. Thank you for making us worthy to stand before you to worship through your son, Jesus the Christ. Lord, as we close this worship experience, may our worship be acceptable before you today. Thank you for this wonderful time we have shared. May we continue in your word and use it for your glory. In Jesus' name, we believe and give this benediction. Let the redeemed of the Lord say amen. 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 And amen. amen. Until amen. we meet again.